This is The Playbook. This is Dave Meltzer once again hijacking collisions, the next stage podcast with The Playbook, Entrepreneurs The Playbook. We've done over 1,500 episodes of this. I don't know if I'm getting old or we just do a lot of these, but this is a repeat offender in person, which I was just mentioning to Sue uh, here. Sue, Sue, sorry. I was just mentioning to Raji here, Sue Brahmanian. Uh, she is the CTO of Open Door. I was mentioning how nice it is to screw up someone's name in person instead of uh, virtually. And uh, it's so nice to see you. Hey, we have our other real estate expert on the sidelines. Joe Tolzman is joining us again here on The Playbook in Toronto, Canada at Collision. Thank you both very much. I'm going to get right to it because prop tech is an area that I have been very interested in. I'm paying close attention to it, but I'm also evaluating the intention of prop tech, meaning what are people doing today with technology and real estate? What are they saying, which isn't always what they're doing? What are they thinking? What do they actually believe? And what is the emotional side? What are they feeling about technology in real estate? Which is why both of you complement this issue in PropTech. Um, do you see those five levels of intention aligned uh, in the industry itself right now? I know it's aligned with Open Door because out of all the companies that we've had on in this space, you guys do say, think, believe, and feel in alignment of creating more value and efficiency in a huge marketplace. Um, I, you're right in what you kind of shared that at Open Door it is very aligned. I think it comes down to what are the core fundamental principles that drive the business. And in our case, that's never changed. Again, our vision has always been to build the e-commerce platform for residential real estate, and that's what we're doing. And the second piece of the puzzle is the focus has always been about how you work back from the customer. We always start and end with the customer, and if you're creating customer value, we create business value. And so you can do a lot of short-term things that take shortcuts, but they never really work out. So for us, in fact, our focus has always been about creating the right long-term customer and business value. And that's what we're focused on. It goes down to the fundamentals. And the fundamentals are, is, is anchored on the customer. And beyond just buying and selling residential houses, which is cumbersome, inefficient, and all the different things that tech can provide value to that Open Door does so well, there's a variety of other values that are in uh, re residential real estate ownership, which is, Joe, why I invited you uh, because you were in the restoration side of things, uh, a recession-proof part of owning a home and being in residential real estate. Um, how has technology changed your profession and also your entrepreneurial journey as it was applicable to an age-old problem, which was the same one Open Door in buying and selling property addressed initially. You're addressing it in insurance companies paying for and getting the correct information for restoration and damage. Right. So traditionally, it's very inefficient industry. There's a lot of documentation that needs to get captured from assessing the damage to the property, reporting to insurance companies, quantifying all the, all the damages, 
providing those estimates, backup for billing, and so on. So it's a very lengthy process. There's multiple people involved, internal and external stakeholders, and it just requires good technology to enable field workers to capture the data and streamline the process. And that's what we did with Rocket Plan. And Raja, you guys streamlined even a bigger market <laughs> and have created great value. What were some of the different criteria that you looked at as Joe in a microcosm in restoration tried to solve a problem, Open Door tried to solve and has solved even a bigger problem. I think you're in over 50 markets. Uh, what were some of the interferences or voids and shortages and obstacles uh, that you guys have been able to uh, accommodate and to relieve? So I think, um, David, you're very familiar with the home buying and selling process. And yes, uh, too familiar. It cost me over 100 million, but yeah, I got really familiar fast. Yes, in fact, <laughs> any, any person who's gone through the process will share that it's a very complex process. It's also a process that takes months to, to go ahead from start to finish. And the steps involved, there's a whole bunch of customizations that, that, are, that an individual is doing, as well as as they're going through the process, there's many different segues that, that potentially you could, you could take. For example, a sale can fall through, and there's 20% of sales that do fall through. And so if you look at it from an open doors perspective, what we did is to look at the messiest parts of the business and see how technology can solve that problem. And that's what technology is really, really good at. It is about bringing it to the pieces of the puzzle that frustrate the customers the most. And so if you look at the real estate business, we started with our sellers, and one of the key pieces of the puzzle is how do you price the home? And that's where we applied a lot of technology. And in fact, Opendoor is one of the pioneers of ALMI, AI and ML, where we've applied it from day one. For the, nine, for the last nine years, we've been doing it. So it is about how do you actually get to that. The second piece of the puzzle is, if you go back and look at this entire process, customers have to go through this painful process of preparing their home for sale, doing the repairs, listings. There's kids involved through the entire process and you can pull your hair out through the entire journey. And so it is about how do you bring in technology and transform the customer experience. So when a seller sells to Open Door, they don't have to make, do those repairs. Open Door takes the responsibility to do it. But then if you wanted to do this at scale, and as you called out, we are in 50 plus markets, the only way you can do scale is by bringing in technology. For example, we do virtual assessments of homes for the most part. Yes, there are some, in some cases we do the physical assessment, but it is about how you bring in uh, digital technologies into every step of the process that makes the difference in a way that you put the power back in the hands of the consumer. Because at the end of the day, if a business does not do that and put the power back in the hands of the consumer, it's not going to scale. And scaling that business, you bring in now that you own so many customers, people like Joe, for example, I'm thinking, what a huge opportunity. There's so many different, restoration is a small part, but bringing in technology to other pain points because you own the customer and they're satisfied, they've either bought or sold a home through Open Door. now they have a flood, or now they need some landscaping, or I don't know what other verticals that you address, but do you see an opportunity for Open Door uh, either as channel partners or acquisition of, of software or technology? I love that thread because if you look at my personal journey to Open Door, it started through an acquisition. And uh, I co-founded a company called Pro.com. It was building the technology for home improvement. And at the end of the day, there was a lot of synergy and that's what Open Door does. 
In fact, it aligns and brings the right players who are looking to influence every aspect of this journey and improve every aspect of this journey. And so, as we look at it, we are very, very thoughtful in terms of bringing in the right partners at the right point of time. But Open Door has been a company which has always been open to take the path that's right for the customer. Amazing. And on your side, I know you're scaling to, uh, uh, into the United States, obviously doing extremely well and, gr and growing. I I'm looking at rolling up companies like his because I see the greatest way to create margin is to take plumbers, for example, a recession proof. There's tons of hundred year family businesses that are very profitable. Because they're so profitable, they haven't had any technology. They're still using dispatchers. So with very little technology, you can increase the margins and efficiencies without even getting more customers. Um, Joe, when you have a business like yours and you look at a company like this, how and what relationship would be best for you to have is it, does it start with a crawling process or is it you know looking at a long term you know someday rolling up into open door you know it's all about fixing the problems of fitting into that ecosystem and and making sure everything connects throughout the process so we're on a b2b side we're helping restoration contractors vendors fixing the property so we're away from the consumer or we're helping vendors work for the consumer, for the property owner, and, and connect the dots, streamline the process throughout all the stakeholders involved. Yeah, it's interesting. Now, when you own the consumer, which is your business, how do you deal with the vendor side of things? Because you owned, it was pro, basically a pro contractor uh, hosting site, one of the first. Um, how do you deal with the vendor side of things? Is there a strategy that you have for vendors as well as the consumer? So if you look at Open Door, one of the things as we've done in each market that we've gone to is to build those dedicated and deep relationships with the vendors. Because it is a symbiotic relationship. If you good vendors are, are like gold in this market. Yeah, if you, as you called out, it's about bringing in, as you talked about bringing in plumbers, I think a good plumber and a good electrician is as valuable as the person working on the most coolest AI and ML technologies because they're adding value to people's lives. And so as we look at, at the journey at Open Door, we, uh, we, we bring in a combination. We use a very relationship-driven model to scale and we also use a technology-driven model to make it easy for vendors to work with us. Uh, but at the end of the day, vendors are our customers as well. So they are our first order customers. And when we look at vendors, it is about making sure that we bring them quality jobs uh, in such a way that they can scale and grow with us. And so density matters. So making sure that we're paying our vendors on time matters. And this is kind of where we're digitizing the entire vendor ecosystem and chain as well, so that uh, they, ha they have the lowest cost for working with us, as well as it's a very highly efficient model in terms of how they work with us. And they're getting a, a trusted and reliable a stream of jobs that runs you know, through months. And um, so again, at the core, vendors are our customers and we treat them like our customers. And good vendors are very meaningful to open door. And unlike buyers and sellers, the vetting process of vendors is essential. You know, I have a saying in my own investment strategy and life strategy, I, I'm someone who trusts everyone. And maybe those were some of the lessons that I've had to learn. And I found that the greatest form of trust is to ask hard questions 
uh, and I think about the people I trust the most, I'm very comfortable asking for clarification. You know, my mom's gonna tell me something and I'm not really sure what she means. I'm gonna dig really deep and say, mom, what do you mean by that? How would they, but yet in business, I didn't do that. When someone said something, I felt uncomfortable asking more questions, what I call trust and vet. Uh, how do you, because vendors are so important to you, how do you vet? You know, because you're gonna look bad if, even in technology, you're gonna look bad if you have a terrible plumber, electrician, or a vendor. Yeah, so in restoration, we utilize technology to, to automate that uh, data integrity verification. So it's fully transparent, so there's no confusion. If the photos get mixed up with some other project, date stamp, GPS stamp, so it, it's really clear to what happened. So it eliminates a lot of confusion, a lot of doubts, and, and it just adds more to the efficiency to get through the process. And the markets change in real estate. Um, the interest rates are high, comparatively, not historically, but comparatively to where we've been. Um, I'd be interested on how interest rates going up have impacted both of your businesses. Yeah, I think if you look at it, we are in a very interesting point of time. It is a once in a 50 year cycle that we are going through and it's not common. But at the end of the day, if you peel all of the layers, the mortgage rates or the interest rates have a huge impact in terms of the volume of transactions that happen. But if you go one layer down, it is about the customer. And if you look at the real estate business, most buyers are sellers as well. <laughs> Not all, but more, many. Yeah. And so when sellers are looking to sell their homes, they're also looking at what's their new rate going to be and can they afford the new home? So when you look at a business at this point of time, you'll see that the fundamentals have not necessarily changed. It's still a very supply constrained business. There's, not, there's just not enough new homes for sale. And by new, I mean new listings for sale. Um, but what happens in, in a situation like this is the volume of transactions goes down, but the fundamentals of transactions are still the same. The two things matter. Serving the customers matter and doing the right things for the customers do matter. And I think at a time like this for Open Door, one of the big, big things that we are focusing on, it's also the time that you actually double down on what matters to the customer, not take, not step back, because it is the opportunity to reinvent, to do new things that again, go back to serve the customer in any environment. It is also the time where you reflect on the fundamentals of the business and go back and fix what, what is fundamentally needed to fix the business. You also forward invest in the platform. So for Open Door, this is an opportunity. As much as it is a, um, uh, as, as it is a time to get through the macro environment, it's also an opportunity where the opportunity is how do we start and end with the customer and do what's right by the customer. Well, I just got my golden nugget because I have been in real estate a long time and I very often forget that most uh, buyers are sellers. And I love simple uh, philosophies that can change your perspective in investment. I will say also uh, that buying and selling has changed because of the different options and opportunities you have in residential, uh, whether it's ADUs, short-term rental, uh, has provided a, a different or variant in the valuation regardless of interest rates because cash flow becomes much more uh, it, it interplays much more in the buying and selling a residential because you have a security blanket of cash flowing your property that you never had before uh, with the STRs and the ADUs uh, and the shortage 
uh, of supply that's available. How has the interest rates, you know, talk about a recession-proof plan, but, you know, interest rates go up, what, what's the impact it has? We've been so lucky to be this in this recession-proof vertical that it doesn't make any impact at all. Even through the worst of the times, through COVID, with interest rates going up and down, mostly up lately, there's no impact. The business is on a rise. There's property damage regardless of the economy. <laughs> yeah, economy pinhole is leaks are everywhere, Raji. I see them everywhere, those pinhole leaks. Not everybody paid for the copper piping, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, la last question. Uh, both of you are in prop tech. Uh, it is an area, like I said, that, that I've been studying and I'm investing in. Um, at Open Door, leaders in your space, innovators by far, not afraid to invest forward. Uh, what do you see investing forward? Where, where are, is Open Door putting where their money, where their mouth is? Um, I think for us at this point in time, it is about how you how you transform the customer experience. And if you go back and look at some of the advancements that we've made in AI, I think it's going to completely transform pretty much every industry. And it is about how you use, you bring in, and we at Open Door bring in technologies like AI to transform the customer experience. Yeah, it's a, a beautiful servant, AI. It doesn't have to be your master. Uh, but I will say that in the entire process, AI expedites uh, the first month, the first mile, takes you from zero to one. Uh, which in both of your businesses is really a quantitative value that in all the real estate I bought, that zero to one process with AI is like this. And there's so much value that the customers uh, receive from that. Uh, for you, what are you investing forward in uh, with PropTech? You know, utilizing AI technology to further streamline the process, increase that efficiency, expand to other verticals to help other people and different businesses throughout and stay on this B2B side to, to really focus on our customers who are vendors to the consumers to provide the best experience throughout. It's amazing what a difference a year makes as I sat here at Collision post-COVID uh, and I asked you know the investment forward question. Not one person answered AI but every interview that I've done so far every person has talked about AI and it's because of not just the zero to one, but Joe, it's interesting because your focus is not mostly zero to one, it's what I call the last mile. So AI number one's not your master. It's the same as web one, web two, web 2.5. Technology is a great servant and we need to properly utilize that servant for good, for efficiencies, effectiveness, and statistical success, especially in our largest investment that we make, which is our home, and that's worldwide. I want to thank my two experts, Joe, Raji, thanks for joining me here at Collision in Toronto, Canada. We hijacked the Next Stage podcast to create Entrepreneurs, the playbook, far over episode 1500, the first time I got to do it with you, Raji, in person. Thank you both for joining me. This is Dave Meltzer with Entrepreneurs, the playbook. <laughs>